It's a summertime edition of the Golden Blue Nation podcast, and we're talking football on this episode, presented by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawfirm.com. Nick Farrell and Angelica Trinone here with you. Angelica, we're talking with the old ball coach today. We're talking a little bit of football, but most importantly, we're talking tricks off the diving board. No, you know, I had an opportunity to chat with Coach Brown, just some really good stuff about what this team is doing during the summer session. I mean, right now, this coaching staff is really hot on the recruiting trail. I think, what, 12 commits or 10 in the month of June alone. So a lot of things happening over there at WVU football. It seems a lot of team bonding going on for those guys as well. Some of the Mountaineers took a trip to Germany. Uh, Coach Brown accompanied them, part of the Chambers Elite Climbers program, which is a pillar of Coach Brown's signature fifth quarter program. Uh, We'll talk to the head coach about that experience and, of course, talk about the QBs, right? Can't have a conversation this offseason with Neil Brown without talking about the ongoing quarterback competition between Garrett Green and Nico Marchio. We had an opportunity to catch up with both of those players a couple of days ago at the Country Roads Trust Youth Football Camp at Milan Pushkar Stadium. interesting thoughts from both of them and you can listen to their comments and read more at goldenbluenation.com we get some feedback from the head coach specifically about their relationship which to me angelica is super unique because right like these guys are competing against each other they both want the same thing the starting quarterback role comes september 2nd at penn state but both of them often speak glowingly about each other and it really does seem like they're really close friends off the field. I think it is such a unique situation because you, whenever you have all of these players like you said, they're battling for the same goal, but to me in speaking with both of them they think so highly of each other that they talk more about the other than they talk the skills of themselves mm-hmm. right? And both of them say the same thing. We don't care which one it is. The fact that we know it's going to be one of the two, we know this offense is in good hands regardless. I think something like that is just really, I don't know, I don't think it's a mentality that a lot of players have especially in this era of college football and all of the extra things that go along with it. So I think that that is something, too, that's such an important piece of this competition is they both hold each other to such a high standard that you know that this competition is also at a high standard between the two as well. And also, we should add, you can go over to our Golden Blue Nation social medias as well because we had Garrett Green on the mic. Mm. He was a coach as well (laughs) at that camp. And, you know, if... When his playing days are over, I don't know. Maybe he's got a future. He seemed to get the kids pretty fired up. We know he does that for his fellow teammates as well. But um, anytime we get these guys on the mic and you get to see some of their personalities, it just makes you like, uh, they're just such good guys. They're just such good guys. So that was really fun to see um, Garrett in that setting too. Well, look, those dudes really love that youth football camp. This is only the second year for the Country Roads Trust Youth Football Camp. There have been other iterations of these youth camps in the past. Those guys love to to do it and Garrett especially has coach written all over him just from being out there last Friday and I asked him straight up about that is coaching in your future and you know he kind of gave me a well I want to play for as long as I can maybe somewhere down the road but I'm going to play for a long time look somewhere down the line you you run out of playing right like you you get to the age where you got to hang it up and if Garrett's good enough to play in the NFL great good for him but that dude's got coach written all over him it's pretty clear I will say I wonder I wonder how quickly and how much of a fight it took for them to pry the whistle away from him he loved that whistle (laughs) he loved a whistle at the camp yeah so check that out after you listen to this podcast so enough chit chat uh, let's cannonball 
right into our conversation with the head coach, Neil Brown, right after this quick word from our sponsors. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Unexpected hurdle? Pritt and Spano. Unseen circumstance? Pritt and Spano. Personal injury, criminal law, flash wills, family law. You need a firm that will be with you through it all. Pritt and Spano. Their passionate team will employ their resources and unique perspectives to deliver the most effective representation. When you find yourself in need, turn to those who will fight for you. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Find them at yourwvlawfirm.com. So first, curious to know what the summer looks like for you individually for this team. But first, I got to know, I know this picture came from last year, but have you seen your can openers making the rounds on Twitter from last year's um, summer cookout? Yeah, that that can opener was two years ago. Two it, years. It, okay. Yeah. yeah. So the the there have been some creative people on social media. I want it to be noted that I'm in much better shape than I was two years ago in that, that can over. I may need to, I mean to need to redo it. That's probably what needs to happen. It's uh now it's funny. I'm glad, I'm glad people are having fun with it. Uh, summer busy June had ha- in June and December. Um, and your listeners and watchers probably will not, uh, our viewers, I should say, will not, I realize this, but December and June are really the, the busiest time of the year for us in the coaching profession. So like in June right now is we've we've held five one day camps, uh, two seven on sevens, a specialist camp. Uh, we've had uh, right around 40 official visitors, uh, numerous unofficial visitors. And oh, by the way, everyone uh, except one of our scholarship players is on campus right now. And we're meeting, we're able to meet with them and, and do what's called off off season training activities. Um, so um, that's it. You talk about some of those guys that are on campus. I know you've got nearly a dozen early enrollees. What is expected out of those guys during this period and how can this period really help them adjust and be ready for when things really pick up here in a few months? Well, so we get nine weeks. Um, they get an off week around the 4th of July, and then it's we get eight weeks of work. And so what we do with the guys is Monday through Friday, um, they're essentially training. You know, and two days a week we're able to have meetings, and we do basically what we call OTAs, which is off, off-season training activities. And so um, there's a good bit of football, but it's, it's the football and the strength conditioning piece is about getting prepared for fall camp and then fall camp's about really getting prepared for the season. And so really what we try to do is we're not slowing down our returners. Like those guys continue the, the ones that, have, um, that were here in the spring that know what to do schematically, you know, we're not going to slow down for them. What we try to do is try to get the newcomers to catch up. And, um, those guys are working. They really are transfers and high school like I've been really pleased, um, and and I'm, I'll be glad to talk about any of them you want to talk about. But I've been pleased with what I, what I've seen through the midpoint of of four weeks so far. So for the players that are here, what do you look for out of them for the summer? To you, what is that one important thing that you want to see accomplished during the summer session? Well, we, I mean, I think it's simple. We just got to get better. the The way your college football calendar is laid out is 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 a lot different, and so. Uh, the summer has really turned in. You, it, you got your winter, you have spring ball, summer, fall camp, and then season. 
And the summer is your first opportunity with your entire team to, to really work. And so, you know, it's about having some shared sacrifice, you know, through some conditioning activities where, you know, guys can, can earn the respect of their teammates. It's about um, getting in some player practices where they're able to do some seven on seven offense and defense versus each other, where they can get a feel for, you know, timing at quarterback receiver or communication in the defensive backfield. Um, that's really, really important. You know, the summer is also an important time now because you got to spend some time together. You know, we're, we're we've got you know thirty some new guys that that are joining our team, and they not only need to learn what to do football wise and get in shape, but they also get act, get acclimated and get to know their teammates and 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 form a relationship there. So this has been a pretty cool summer for a number of players. We know the fifth quarter por- program is very important to WVU football. And with that, in the Chambers Elite Climbers program, we're able to take a group of those guys over to Europe for what really seemed, just by looking at the pictures, truly a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Uh, how did that come about? And really, how beneficial is that piece whenever it comes to building these student-athletes? Well, how it came about is is really simple. Is is John Chambers and his wife Elaine really um, their their vision um, for giving back to, to the state of West Virginia, you know? And um, John's been really a kind of a mentor and a and a close friend of mine over the last probably eighteen months, and he. Uh, you know, we talked in detail about our fifth quarter program, and he wanted to take this elite group, guys that were really intentional about their off-field development and really career-driven, and he wanted to give them uh, new experiences, once-in-a-lifetime experiences, and have them give them the opportunity to get decision-makers in the corporate world. So, and we just finished up our first year um, of our elite climbers. We just, uh, the first cohort, we just announced the, the newcomers, the second cohort, um, in a team meeting this week. And so the, but those guys had, we, we've done a couple times, a couple days in Pittsburgh, uh, with some of the corporations there. Um, we spent a lot of time uh, giving back to the community here in Morgantown and, and visiting some of the businesses here, businesses here in Morgantown. Uh, they had a extended weekend in New York city, uh, where they were able to do some cultural things. Like they went to see Hamilton. Um, they were able to, to visit some, um, of corporation while they were in New York, they went to Madison Square Garden, um, and and they did an alumni meeting there. Well, and then Germany, they were over in Germany for about twelve days, um, which was kind of a mix of business and pleasure. They got, um, they they had several kind of working um, um, visits they had, but they also were able to do some traveling and, and kind of have an experience that they've never been able to. And, and I was fortunate. I was able to go over for a week and spend a week with those guys over there. And um, a very cool experience. Do you have a favorite part of the trip? So in Berlin. And so we, we finished the the trip in Berlin and I, and I was just like the players. That was the first trip overseas for me. And so first, um, first time in Germany, first time in Europe. Um, and so Totally new experience. Uh, very fortunate to go with uh, the Martin Cat family and Christian. Obviously, is from from Germany, so um, 
I was a little, I had a little bit of a cheat code there because uh, he he was uh, he was with us for the trip, so so that was helpful. Um, but being in Berlin, finishing in Berlin, and just the history, you know, like um, being at the Berlin Wall and 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 being able to to talk to our guys about what some what that country has overcome. You know, those are some memories that I won't that I won't forget, and then that I enjoy just being with our players in a different setting. Now, I know we're running out of time here with you, but it wouldn't be a chat with the old ball coach if we didn't bring up QBs, right? So we had a chance to talk to both of them at the Country Roads Trust Camp last week. And I think something about both Garrett Green and Nico Markiel is just really the way that they've embraced their relationship with one another and how they've allowed that to help fuel the competition that they have there at the position. How have you seen that relationship grow between the two. And it seems like even though they're different ages, different skill sets, that both of them have have been a very big piece in the other's development. Well, I think in, in regardless of what position you play, competition brings out the best. And that's the hope with those two is they're competing for a starting job. And as they compete, they're competing with each other. You know, not necessarily against each other, they're competing with each other to kind of push and 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 push each other to be the best version of themselves they can be. And here's the deal. They're both re- really good individuals. They're good men. And I think that's a credit to their families. Um, they were they were raised right, and they both have very strong work ethics. They have a deep hunger to be the best they can be. Um, they're great teammates. And so – and they have a lot of commonalities, you know. So um, I think that that has helped. And they spend a lot of time together. you got to think quarterbacks are in this building a lot – and so they spend a lot of time together. And and so don't get me wrong, both of them want to win the job. You know, and they're both competing and they're gonna they're gonna push each other, but they both want to win the job. And they understand we're only gonna play one quarterback. Um, but they also are are handling the situation in the right manner. Well, Coach, we appreciate the time. And I just want to say there's still time in the summer for you to invite the GBN crew to one of these summer cookouts. We got some skills on the diving board too, but we could have a friendly competition. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, listen, we've had so many people over there. I wouldn't even notice if you're there. So come on. Okay. Yes. Sounds like an open (laughs) invite. Whatever the next one is, pencil me in. Uh, Coach, thanks so much. It was good chatting with you. We look forward to catching up with you in a few months too. Yep. Thank you all. Have a good summer. That's 50-year Mountaineer head coach Neil Brown on the Golden Blue Nation podcast presented by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawFirm.com. Okay, Angelica, great stuff as always. Uh, I guess what's next on the calendar for the football team? We'll be getting ready for a trip in the middle of July for Big 12 Media Days. That held at 18... AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Always that event of the summer next to where you think, oh, we're in the midst of the summertime and, you know, we have some time before the sports season starts. Once you go to Big 12 Media Days, it seems you blink your eye and next thing you know, we're at fall camp. So you blink your eye and then there's realignment? Is that what you were going to say? Well, oh, that kidding. as well. We'll have to see. So, and also... As we get ready for Big 12 Media Days, also remember that will lead to some preseason honors from the conference, the release of the preseason poll as well. And I'm sure as the time goes on, Zach Frazier, Wyatt Milam, they'll continue to garner these preseason awards, some other guys too. But that's what we have our site set on next is going to Big 12 Media Days. Ryan Decker and I will both be there and we'll have full coverage for you on TV in your Mountaineer Minutes. We'll also have it all over our GBN digital platforms as well as our website. And who knows? Maybe 
Maybe we'll be doing a little podcasting while there while we're there as well. Opportunities are endless. Media days, the twelfth and thirteenth. What's unique is that all fourteen teams in the Big Twelve get used to saying that will be represented at Big Twelve Media Days for the first time. I believe all fourteen teams will be at both days of the two-day event. So again, stick with us at GoldenBlueNation.com and our and on all of our digital platforms for that coverage when July rolls around. Also, keep it locked on this podcast feed. Ryan Decker has a couple of great interviews coming your way. If you're a Mountaineer baseball fan, you're really going to enjoy his conversations with a couple of pro Mountaineers that he's recorded recently. So make sure you're subscribed on your preferred podcast platform so that you receive those podcasts delivered right to you. And while we're talking podcasts, if you enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Golden Blue Nation podcast, we invite you to leave us a rating and a review so that other Mountaineer fans can find our show. All right, that's a wrap on this edition of the GBN Pod. She's Angelica Trinone. I'm Nick Farrell, and we're brought to you, as always, by Print and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawFirm.com.